Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, Bengals fans. I'm Matt Minnick, and this is Coach Speak coming at you after the Bengals find another win, get back to 500, and uh, head into the bye week. And look, there were some there was some good and there was some bad, and uh, you know, pretty much breaks down like this. The, the defense is firing all cylinders, right? They're they're really starting to come into their own. Uh, they did a fantastic job, really. I think mentally uh, exhausting. Geno Smith, mentally exhausting. DK Metcalf, you know, a lot was made about the physical nature uh, of the play with Cam Taylor-Britt in that game. And, and look, did he take DK out of the game? No, but I think they, did he take him out of the, the game to some extent mentally? I, I, I do think so. You know, and you can see the frustration with, uh, with, with Geno as well, with the pass rush getting after them, with, the, with uh, some of the different things they were doing in coverage as well. And, you know, I, I think that's what makes it difficult for you to make the, the clutch plays at the end of the game uh, is when you're able to cause that sort of frustration uh, during the course of the game. You know, even if they are finding some success, you know, you take them out in those in those key moments uh, and it helps you get that win, helps you get that big W. And, and that's what, you know, really happened uh, was the Bengals won key moments. So, goal line, uh, red zone, Situations, You know, we'll, we'll take that for example. The Seahawks went right down the field and scored a touchdown. Um, you know, marched down the field on their first drive, scored a touchdown. And then uh, they didn't find the end zone again. You know, uh, the Bengals' defense was able to clamp down after that. Uh, they went 1-0-5 in the red zone all day, the Seahawks did. Uh, you know, it was just that first drive. And all four of the, their other appearances came in the second half. Uh, it was two in the third quarter, third quarter, there was like the, the first two or the last two basically, uh, I think there were six possessions in the second half uh, that they got down there, and I actually did a film room on it this week, I uh, kind of look at some of the different things they were doing there, but they were really stepping up, they were very good uh, with their backs against the wall, very good in that red zone situation, you got to with the backs making plays, you get the pass rush, getting after it, coming up with some clutch sacks, pushing them back, you know, uh, from that, that tight red zone to that more, you know, broad red zone uh, type of area, uh, or, you know, for the for the goal line type area, you know, pushing them even back further, and um, that the second time around, they were really, uh, excuse me, the last couple times, they were, they were really past the ball, and, 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 you know, time was a factor at that point. Um, they needed to score a touchdown. Uh, the Bengals had a four-point lead, you know, and, and that came down to, to those earlier stops, and was one earlier stop in the red zone uh, where they had a pick, which is obviously no points, and then there was one uh, where they where they forced a field goal, you know, so forcing that, that to be a three-point instead of a seven-point um, ended up, you know, helping them out by putting the Seahawks in a four-down situation at the end there, you know, uh, where, where the three points wasn't even an option for them. 
So, look, they did a fantastic job in that situation. Uh, Cam Taylor Britt reminded me a little bit my favorite non-Bengal. I'm a DB's guy, uh, and my favorite non-Bengal, maybe ever, I don't know, but is uh, is a keep to leave, um, and it's just because like the, his style of play. You know, uh, he was just a physical guy. You know, would get after it. He, yeah, did he commit some PIs? Yeah, sure he did. Uh, but you know, he, he was he was physical. He got after it, and he was like he was real. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he would get in guys' faces. He wasn't backing down. Um, there was one game. I want to say it was like a Thursday night football game or something. Uh, I I don't know. It was a pretty good game though. So maybe it was Monday or Sunday. I, it definitely seemed like a prime time game where he was matched up against Steve Smith and. Uh, you know, it was Patriots versus Panthers, I believe, and so obviously a little bit older, but man, that was a battle. And Steve Smith put up some pretty good numbers that night, if I if I recall correctly. Um, but Talib flustered him, you know, and he got after him, and, and people just get sick of getting punched in the mouth a lot of times, sometimes, you know, and and you know, uh, even though. Smith had some success in the in the fourth quarter when they needed him to make plays, when they needed him to step up. He wasn't in it. He was fighting to leave instead of fighting for, uh, you know, to win the football game, uh, so to speak. You know, and that is, we had visions of that. He wasn't quite at the Tlaib level, but we had visions of that from Cam Taylor Britt. What he can be is that that physical presence where I think DJ Turner um, is more. I say the Revis. I'm getting caught on Patriots metaphors here uh, because I, I think he's a better. I think Revis was like a pure man quarter. I think uh, DJ getting a little bit more of a technician. You know, a guy who's a little bit stronger and in, uh, in, in zone for some of those reasons too. But um, but you know, yeah, I think he's a, a, a little bit better in a pure sense. Uh, where I think you know. Cam brings that, that physical aspect to the game that can, can set him apart a little bit, uh, CTB does. So, anyway, very impressed by that. Defense really stepping up. Uh, Henderson makes some great plays, really on both sides. I, you know, he had a, one really nice force. Uh, I want to say it was pretty early in the game. Um, I'm blanking on that a little bit now. But, um, you know, definitely doing some really good things defensively. Um, offensively, a disappointment. You know, um, they had many opportunities to put that game away. You know, there were there were uh, several times where it's like the defense gets a stop, and it's like, all right, this is it, go drive, get in the end zone, all right. Um, and it, and it, the way the defense was playing, it felt like a game where the offense could just take control, and even though it was close for three quarters, you know, you get a double-digit win, um, a multi-touchdown win even, and it just it just didn't go that way. You know, they, they work over the ball. They get three and outs in the, in the second half. Um, so, very disappointing there. Uh, you know, Burrow not his old self. Now he's in the bye, bye week. Hopefully, um, you know, coming back refreshed, clean. They can figure that stuff out. Um, I mean, my hope would be that, that they are going to get into some of the under center stuff. And maybe that'll help with the run game. Maybe that'll help with the play-action pass and create some more of these explosive plays and really get things clicking a little bit. 
wait until they have time to, to really do things. Uh, so hopefully, you know, we see something change uh, after this bye week. They got a big one, San Francisco, uh, ready for the bye week. A, a real, real test uh, coming in with that one. Um, so they've got to they got to find something. You know, look, there's a lot of talk about the tight end position, and I I kind of mostly dismiss it because it's like, all right, well, you got you got the dudes, you got the receivers, um, but you know, right now it's it, it's Chase, and whether you know whatever's going on with with, with T, you know, he's got the injury, he's, he's fighting through. He, he wasn't doing great before that. Um, you know, is it mentally in his head about a contract? I don't know, uh, but. You know, right now, T's not T. Um, Turner looked pretty good uh, when he came in there, but T's not T. And, uh, you know, they're really not getting much out of the tight end or running back position in terms of the, uh, the pass game stuff. You know, you wonder why... Um, you wonder what's going on with with, with, with Irv, you know, if, if Tanner Hudson does create, you know, a better sort of option there. Um, you know, I, I think it comes down to it. The, the Bengals aren't going to be forced into a corner. Uh, I think they were extremely disciplined uh, in their front office. You know, they're not going to pay more than they want to pay for a guy. Uh, that could be forced to do that. And, and I think that, you know, they weren't going to draft a tight end in the first round because they could use a tight end. You know, I, I think, you know, they're going to go with their Irv, and they're like, all right, well, we'll be fine with their Irv. I think they were open to that, but... You know, I, I think they were going to go for the value um, at those positions. And, you know, and, and you see it, and obviously we're not seeing it with, with Murphy yet. I think we knew he was going to be a little bit of a project. Um, but I think he's a guy we'll see a little bit more as the, as the season comes along. But, hey, you know, I think a lot of us targeted the second round as a, as a tight end type opportunity. DJ, DJ Turner looks pretty damn good. Kind of glad that guy's here, right? Man, am I glad I called that guy. And, um, you know, third round, Jordan Battle came out of nowhere. Um, you know, like, I don't think any of us were really talking about safety or Jordan Battle at all. But now, you know, it looks like he's already kind of biting into some of uh, Nick Scott's cut of the pie here. So, you know, it looks like he's going to be an important guy. Uh, obviously, you know, some of those offensive guys, the receivers, but like, you know what I mean? So they weren't going to be forced to take the tight end. Um, and you know, maybe they needed to do more in free agency. Maybe then they didn't have that guy. They needed to find a, a trade partner and, and come up with something else. Um, you know, whether it be late in training camp or something, I don't know. You know, maybe Irv is just not trusted right now because Joe, um, had the injury and hasn't had the, the experience with him, you know, and, and Joe's, Joe likes his guys, Joe likes, you know, getting time to work with guys, maybe he's just not there with Irv yet, I don't know what's going on, but, uh, something does definitely need to, to give, uh, at that position, and running this kind of frustrating too, because it's like, why don't we see more Chase Brown, I, like, I, this is not a, a negative on mixing at all, I'm just wondering why there isn't more Chase Brown. I thought thought he would be a bit of a short yardage guy at least because you did see where he could do some of that stuff uh, in the preseason um, and, and fit into the P Ryan role. Like I'm, the trust I'm sure is not there in the in the pass protection, uh, and I get it. Uh, and he was you know a little bit limited, but showed some skill in what he could do as a as a wide receiver. Um, 
in the past game. So, yeah, uh, that is, needless to say, uh, frustrating <laughs> uh, that, you know, where they sit, where they're at, uh, you know, at that position as well. Um, so, you know, what are we going to get into this bye week? You know, can they come back? Can they retool? Can they figure some of these things out? Um, can Burrow heal and get back to being Magic Magic Burrow, Magic Joe? Didn't really work. But anyway, um, you know, can, can they do that? Because they need to get this offense firing on all cylinders and figure it out. And, you know, I'm always talking about, hey, it's, you know, it's more important where you're at in December than, than it is in September. And, you know, but now it's October. So we need to be working in the right direction uh, to getting where where they need to be um, at the end of the year, you know, to, to truly be competitive, uh, to make a make a deep push in the playoffs, um, and you know, hopefully get to the promised land. A lot of contracts coming up. You know, this is a this is a do or die year. You know, it's going to be a very very different team next year. So they got to figure that stuff out. I'm Eminick. This is Coach Speak. We'll come at you again. Maybe later in the week. I don't know. Probably next week. Uh, you know, during the bye week. Uh, and I'm preview for that Niners game. Good day.